Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Maddie. And this is the Content Creatives Podcast. Our mission is to empower creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. So today we're going to be sharing a few tips on setting up an indoor photo shoot at home. Here in Washington State, our stay-at-home order has been extended through the end of the month. And then we're also on a four-phase plan to reopen our economy. So we're thinking we're going to be having to take a lot more indoor photos. So if you guys are in the same boat as us, spending more time at home, or if you're just interested in hearing how you can set up an indoor photo shoot, this podcast episode is for you. But... Before we get started, let's do our question roll, of the day. <laughs> do it too early. Did it. Yes. So if you could make any product for your brand, what would it be and why? Emma, go. Okay. Um, I think so for me, I think it'd be really fun to have a notebook and pen brand for Emma's edition. Mm. So love notebooks. Honestly, like I, I have like a notebook for everything I swear (laughs) notebook for work like notebook for class well when I wasn't when I did have class like I just have notebooks for everything and that's where I do most of my writing especially like for my blog and even like outlining things for the podcast brainstorming like I'm really even though I will write my blog posts like out on like a word document or whatever Mm -hmm. a lot of my brainstorming, thinking, doodling, just kind of like jotting my notes. Yeah, my notes and my thoughts down, I always put in a notebook. So I think it'd be fun to do like Emma's edition, notebook and pen line one day. (laughs) That is so your vibe. Like that is very on brand. And then you can, I could make it like really colorful and like you could take like these notebooks and like, I don't know, you know, something fun like that. I I definitely think that's something that would be like super on brand for you. And I would buy one. I bet you'd make it. Thanks friend. I appreciate it. I'll buy your first one. Don't sell it to Brandon. Sell it to me. Okay. <laughs> I have claimed it and it is in the podcast now. So I will refer back to this episode. Perfect. <laughs> Thinking about this one, I, I don't know. Originally I said, I said jewelry because I really love my rings. Like I wear these certain rings every day. I did lose a bunch of them because my cat hid them around the house when I took <gasps> them off for a shower. Yep. Mm-hmm. No. A couple hundred dollars worth of rings hiding around my house so I know she's a dork so yeah but I do wear most of them every single day so I think that'd be really cool but I don't know my brand isn't really about like fashion or jewelry so I don't really think that anyone that that would really appeal to like my audience I don't think anyone would be like oh a mad cray ring yeah like you know so I was thinking about it and I think something really fun that I'd love to do would be like something similar to what Mallory on the Moon did which was like a sticker pack so like a sticker pack like that you can edit on photos like I would love to do something like that because I feel like I love the creative overlays and the creative edits so I feel like something like that so that people could edit photos kind of the same way that I do or even I mean my presets are very I took somebody else's and I kind of made them my own so I wouldn't feel comfortable selling those since I use somebody else's as a base but you know something like that that kind of ties into photo shoots like maybe different photo shoot backdrops like yeah that'd be fun stuff yeah mm-hmm. I feel like that'd be cool awesome all um, right guys I would yeah and you guys will have to like let us know like if you could create any product for your brand let us know on Instagram or on like our Facebook group what that would be but honestly Instagram. I still yeah I still don't feel like you know I feel like some creators are like at that point of their journey where they're conceptualizing products you know thinking about them taking them to market and I'm like huh, I'm really just like not there yet but maybe one day 
maybe you one day. Should do it again. I would totally buy an Emma journal. <laughs> Thanks, friend. <laughs> so everyone, go pester Emma. No. Her, like message her, inbox her, inbox her, whatever that means. You know what I mean. <laughs> Email her all of it. We want to know. Make a. <laughs> Know that you're in Emma's journals. Emma's okay. journals. I'm getting sidetracked. So no, it's all good. <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and get started on talking about how to set up an indoor photo shoot at home. So the first step is just going to be to pick a location. So there's tons of different places in your house that you can take photos. I know people don't feel that. I know a lot of people don't feel that way because uh, me personally, I'm literally in a one-bedroom apartment in Seattle. So I do not have a huge space. And I think a lot of people, if they're in a similar situation feel very pigeonholed like especially because you know like you you think I'm trapped inside for months at a time where am I supposed to shoot unique content and I used to struggle with that a lot too and especially you know if you live in my old apartment wasn't the most picturesque so I didn't really feel like I could get creative with my photos but I think I think over time I realized I wasn't being as resourceful as I could be so I think there's a lot more spaces that you might just not think about the bathroom even if you don't have the prettiest bathroom in the world you guys I am telling you bathrooms are such a great spot look at Pinterest for inspiration there's so many different photos of like indoor bathroom photo shoots again even if you don't have the prettiest bathroom get like a cool shower curtain mess with that lay in the bathtub and do a flash photo I have I did a whole blog post on indoor bathroom photo shoot ideas you can try bedroom photo shoots. I'm also going to do a blog post on those, but then basically if you find a place with good lighting, you can use a backdrop to make that place a great place to take photos. Yeah. Like for me personally, I'm like in the same boat. I'm like in like a one bedroom apartment and like the biggest space we have in our area is like the living room. And so Mm -hmm. luckily we have these great big windows with like great lighting, you know? And so I will like move our coffee table off to the side and my like Amazon backdrop setup thing finally came and I like set it up and I was like, wow, this is like plenty of space. I actually have great lighting. Uh, You could never guess that like this was just in the middle of my living room, you know, but you can totally like make it work if you're just, I guess like you just have to, kind of have an open mind and be like, you know what? I can rearrange this space. I do have enough space to take photos. And then just kind of like, I don't know, like messing. Yeah. Being open-minded and just try new things. Yeah. Cause like even, oh, I was going to say like, even like if I, um, if I'm doing just like a mirror photo, like that's just like in my bedroom, you know, in like a corner. And like, I hung my, my hat wall up there. Cause I'm like, this looks kind of cute, you know? (laughs) Oh, it's super cute. Well, and you did a photo. I've seen you do photos in your bedroom before, but you made it different by doing the post-it positive challenge. So yeah. Like there's, there's so many different ways that you can change a location in just this way, either with your pose, with the way it's decorated, just the tiniest, tiniest little changes can really make a photo location unique for every photo. Like even messing with the way that you take the photo, how close the photo is to your face, the way you edit the photos, the colors you're wearing. There's so many different ways to mix it up. I definitely recommend checking out Pinterest to see what kind of inspiration you can find there. And Emma and I both have some pretty cool resources in our blog. So I'm just going to plug those really fast. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> check out our blog posts. So there's definitely a ton of different places in your home that you can take photos. And 
one thing that you should be looking for is actually our step two is just clear and we definitely recommend looking for much natural light as you can find. I know in some houses that's really difficult to find, but if you can find natural lighting in your house, you will be golden. Did not mean that as a pun kind of worked out as one. <laughs> seriously, it looks so like natural lighting is probably for me what I love best in my photos. And I think you can really tell if you don't have a window, that's totally fine. There's a ton of other things that you can use around your house to give that kind of different lighting and it'll change the mood of the photo a little bit, but all you need is good lighting to fit the mood of your photo. So you can use a lamp, which will definitely do more harsh lighting, especially depending on the kind of light bulb. It could even give off a yellowy tint. Um, mm -hmm. The color like of the lights just coming down in your house could give kind of a yellowy hue. So you might be able to edit that away. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. You can also buy a ring light. Those are awesome. So if you want to set up anywhere in that house, you can get nice, even lighting. Again, it, it's going to be a little different than natural light. So you might have to edit it a little bit differently, but you can still get nice, even lighting with the ring light. Um, I've loved shooting with my ring light in the past, but it definitely is not necessarily the quote unquote vibe <laughs> of my typical photos. So it's definitely something that is a little more moody. Sometimes there's different filters that you can put on top of them to make it look as close to natural light as possible. So just play around with those. Feel free to look on Amazon. There's a ton of different options on there that are really easy to find. And then also something that you can try and that I've been experimenting with lately is actually the flash on my camera, which sounds terrifying. If you're like a photographer, like the first few years I refused to use flash because I just felt like it drained out all the colors from my photos. I hated it. And you can get external flash for your camera and it'll look beautiful, but that's kind of expensive. So a lot of people are hesitant to use the flash on their DSLR professional camera, but I started using that for my bathroom photo shoots and editing it in a certain way. And it gives a really cool retro effect. So just play around with different types of lighting. As long as you get the kind of lighting that meets and matches the mood of your photo, that's all you need. Just kind of yeah. look on Pinterest. If that's where you're drawing your inspiration, see what kind of mood that photo gives and see if maybe they even included whether they used flash or not. Sometimes people write down what kind of lighting and setup they used. Yeah. And so once you've figured out a location in your house, once you've made sure you've got the right lighting that you prefer, like maybe it's natural light, again, maybe it's a ring light. Um, our step three is to use a tripod or an even surface to put your camera. So if you don't have someone to take your photos, um, and at least like at home, I actually don't ask Brandon to take any of my photos. I just You're like so nice. prefer, <laughs> I just like prefer to just like take my own. But if we're like out and about and like I see like a pretty tree or something, I'm like, wait, you have to take this photo for me. But if you're at home, <laughs> um, I recommend having a tripod for your DSLR and actually your camera. Um, well, one, like if you have like an iPhone or, you know, an Android phone, like having a tripod for your camera um, just like makes it easier and you know that it's even. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes I use other things like I'll stack books or maybe even like put it on a coffee table. But for the most part, um, having a tripod for both my camera and my, and my phone have been 
have been very helpful. And so I'll go ahead and like link the tripods that we use that I've ordered from Amazon and I've used. Um, so you guys can see like which ones I've used. I think it's always like helpful when people, um, when people link that, but I know Maddie, you don't use a tripod, right? Like no. for the most part, you and Sam are a team. Yeah. Sam is, I am not as kind as you are. I pretty much <laughs> since day one gotten this poor man to take my photos for me. So I'm very <laughs> blessed in that respect. Um, um, but yes, sometimes when we take photos together, I do have a tripod. Funnily enough, Sam bought me one, I think in the hopes that maybe I would take more of my own photos. <laughs> Unfortunately for him, that is not how it worked out. But I do have one. Uh, and I like, I am just, I don't know whether it's laziness. I don't know <laughs> whether it's, I'm just used to it. I still stack my camera on a pile of books. Is that the safest thing? No. Do I recommend it? Absolutely not. <laughs> but if you're in a pinch just stack it on a pile of books. That's what we do for, um, I think Emma, you and I have done that a few times in like hotels when we're traveling yeah, too. When we don't have a tripod. Yeah. Just, just stack, stack some up. stuff up. Yep. But yeah. And then also if you don't have someone to like help take your photos, I recommend setting up your iPhone or your camera, um, on self timer, or if you have a DSLR, um, checking out to see if your DSLR has um, remote shooting capabilities. So sometimes like you can, um, for me personally, like with my Canon M50, um, I found out that you can download the Canon app and then you, like the app is for remote shooting. So you can like preview what the shot's going to look like. And then you can see what the photo looks like, like in the app. And I know a lot of people have probably already been using this, but for me personally, this was very new to me because it's like the first time I've consistently like taken my own photos and shot yeah. indoors and like up until this point and actually I still use self-timer like I'm pretty comfortable using self-timer um if you do choose to use self-timer um I recommend doing 10 seconds versus two seconds yeah. I don't think two seconds is too fast it's not enough time I like rather have extra time than yeah like rush and then not get it yeah. So I recommend doing 10 seconds. So that way you actually have time to get into like a posing position and you aren't scrambling. Um, I wish there was like a seven second timer. There's, there's not on the canon, which is fine. Like it's just like two or 10. So, um, for the most part, if you like look at my, all my home indoor photos, like all of that is either on self timer or on the like remote shooting app and it's worked out pretty well. So yeah, I recommend looking into those two. Definitely. I need to, I need to probably take some, some of my own photos. <laughs> I always have to, I feel so bad for him. I have to, he's such a champ, like doing all my photos for me and he does, he never complains. He's he does a so great job. Do them too. And he does such a great job. He even took like class classes on how to be a better photographer. Oh, my heart. Get yourself a Sam, you guys. Seriously, I am literally like, I don't know what, how I would take my photos without him. But yeah, I think if I were to, I would probably start looking. I know my camera has a remote shooting option. I just have not looked into it. So it also has a remote like Wi-Fi option, Emma. So like when we're out and about, I could literally just send you the, the photo. Yeah. I just like drop it. Yeah. It's fine. I don't use, I guess I could pull it from, I still prefer though to look at images on my laptop. You know what I mean? I prefer to look at it on my laptop, edit it on my laptop. Funny enough, my whole process is I literally, I take it in camera, upload, choose my favorites, edit my favorites, upload my favorites to Flickr, then choose them. Cause I never choose the photo I want to post on Instagram on the computer. I always choose it on my phone because it looks different on my phone. Yeah. I will say that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I'm the same way. I like really follow a similar process where I'll shoot indoors, grab my memory card, pull it up on my laptop and just like drag the files over. And then I Mm -hmm. sort through them to see which ones I want to edit. Yeah, I think we have a really like almost the same process. I can't choose in raw. I just can't choose in like raw, like what photo I'm going to, yeah. Anyways, anyways. The editing makes it look so, and then when it's on your phone too, like it just looks all different. Like there's some that I love on my computer and then I look at it on my phone. I'm like, well, I don't like it. Maybe it's just this like smaller version or something. Mm -hmm. I have a big desktop. So it makes the photo look like way, like you get to see it in all its glory, which can be like really awkward sometimes. Like when it's like a really up close (laughs) picture of my face, but it's fine. Yeah. I think those are all awesome. I really need to, I need to look into the remote shooting option because if I'm ever in a pinch, if Sam's sick or something, that's probably going to need to be something I do. So that's Or if you want to take photos with him, I think that's when it's helpful. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need to work on that one day. One day we'll get one there. Day. For now, I, I you will guys say can though, follow him as advice. <laughs> gosh, <laughs> it'd be nice. I still prefer. I keep telling. I keep talking about this. I'm like, you guys. Like, I still prefer working with blogger and photographer friends and taking photos. To me, it's still more fun in that way. You know, because it's yeah. social. Like, I think it's like, I think that's like the social part of blogging. Like what I'm doing now, it's still fun in a different way. Cause I'm having to be like creative at home and like trying to think like, what am I supposed to, like, how do I make this different? You know, like asking yourselves those questions when normally, like, I really, I think my creative process is like looking outwardly. Like now I'm mm-hmm. like looking inwardly. So, I mean, there's still like pluses and minuses on both sides, but for the most part, like I would still prefer to work with a photographer if yeah. I could, you know, anyways, well, I think <laughs> it's like being, it's like being, you get to be social, like is one, like, yeah. you mentioned, but then you also, you it, having people around brings a whole new energy. Right? Agreed. Like, because both of us will be like, oh my God, like, what if we shot it over here? What if we shot it over there? And then we just like, try, what if we jump? What if we twirl? Like we just like y- the energy, you know what I mean? I think is mm-hmm. like where, um, what, like what I really enjoy in, in photo shoots, you know? Yeah, like you get some fun laughing photos. Like I, if you, if I've shot one location before and you haven't or vice versa, then we get to say, I tried this pose last time and it looked really cool. So mm-hmm. definitely think, uh, yeah, I'm excited to get to shoot together. We're, we're, we're almost phase there. Two, a, phase two, phase two, phase two. I know, we're so excited. <laughs> we're going to take all the photos together and then we won't have to use self-timer or shooting, which, <laughs> which is step four of our how to take indoor photos. Mm-hmm. You guys are curious what step five is because we tend to get sidetracked. I know, we like talking, right. <laughs> but we're just so excited. Hopefully you guys enjoy our little chats about our photo shoot. I know. But step five is to gather your props. So uh, I, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to make myself a self-proclaimed prop queen because I love my props. I know you love your props. So I think we can be self-proclaimed prop queen. Hashtag prop queen. I love Hashtag it. Prop queen. Oh my God. That should be one of your photo oh, concepts. Okay. Hashtag prop queen. And then you should have a sash with all your favorite props. Wait, that's so cute. Cause you already have a crown. That's so cute. Okay, I have like that 20 just... crowns. I'm going to bring you one. We, should, we need to do, I'm not joking. I have 20 crowns. Like and they're all like paper ones that I bought as one of my props. My goodness. You guys, yeah. No, you don't even want to come to my house. Poor Sam. Like we, all our storage is filled with props. <laughs> 
and I don't want to get rid of them because what if I, what if I have another photo shoot come up? The second I get rid of a prop, the next day is going to be when I find a cool concept you could also stack your crowns if if that's possible and then that'd be kind of cute hashtag i don't know there's many ways it just gave me the idea okay sorry this is your stuff you guys are listening to the ideation (laughs) this is what we do one of our photo shoot concepts this is what happens it literally well and that's why another bonus of working together with someone like in person is that you get to bounce ideas off each other right and Mm -hmm. like i can take that and say oh my gosh that sounds so cool i guess i'm gonna try yeah i'm gonna try that with stacking crowns i'm gonna try that like i have a few other props here that i might try bringing into that and there's there's it's so much energy and I missed it. We're getting back to it. We're almost there. Yeah, we're almost there. (laughs) Props do seriously change up a photo and depending on, you know, what, what you're trying to do, right. It, it'll change the energy of the photo. It also makes it really easy to tell a story. Mm -hmm. So what I do is, I mean, I've collected props over the years. I don't think by any means should you go on Amazon right now and spend hundreds of dollars on props. <laughs> I think if you, there's, there's a few different ways you can go about collecting my props and I've done it a few different ways too. One would be I'm looking on Pinterest, I'm seeing all these ideas and I, I'm dead set on like these few photo concepts that I want to bring to life. And I say, okay, I want to recreate this. So I'm going to buy a prop to be able to recreate it. That's number one. And I'm going to give three. I think I said I was going to give two, but I'm thinking of three now. (laughs) So that's the number one way that I look at finding my props. Number two are prop challenges. So I've seen people do this a few times and I actually just did this recently where you could do this as a grocery store prop challenge. You could do a CVS prop challenge. Like that's what I did. I just went to my local drugstore and literally looked around and just waited to see if I found anything that inspired me. I picked up crayons. I picked up glitter. I picked up chips. I picked up cereal, you know, just looking around and seeing what could I make a photo with. And you pick that out and those are your props. You can buy them and make them into your props. I did that with walking around the grocery store. I did a bunch of fruit photo shoots. I walked around like Bartel CVS and I found crayons, which I'm creating like a really cool one right now. I'm going to, I'm going to leave it. It's going to be a surprise. You guys will see it, but I'm really excited about it. Um, But I just saw them and I said, that'd be a cool prop. I grabbed them. I came home and then I thought of a really cool way to incorporate them into my photos. So that's another way that you can start to gather and organize your props. The third way, very similar, but involves less money spending. (laughs) You can just walk around your house and challenge yourself to get creative. Like we have been stuck inside for so long, looking at these same items day to day, try to put your creative hat on and just look at them in a different way. Look at every single item you have in your house and challenge yourself to think of a way you could use that as a prop. That's how I put together a blog post of 25 common household items you can use as props. We chatted about common household items you can use as props in our last podcast episode. There are so many that you just might not even realize you have a glass of water, literally cards, a frame. Just look around your house and challenge yourself to make something new. Maybe just like close your eyes and grab something. Maybe (laughs) tell your significant other or roommate to go grab something and then you have to challenge yourself to create with it. That's actually a pretty fun way to just see your new, your house in a new light, if that makes sense. Yes. And then once you've figured out your props and maybe you just start out with like 
your favorite board game or maybe it's I don't know, like a hat or again, like a glass of water. Step six would be to pick out your outfits, accessories, and shoes. And I will say you could probably, you probably could interchange this. Like if you want to figure out your outfits first, like you could do that and then figure out like which props work but or vice versa and sometimes like sometimes I'll pick out an outfit and I'm like this looks so cool but like I bought or not bought but I rent a bunch of stuff from rent the one runway oh my gosh rent the runway every month and Mm -hmm. I will get like a cool pink dress and I got one and then I got it and I was like eh just doing a photo with this dress like isn't enough and then that's when I came up with a quote-unquote prop it was just a Pixar edit I did but it was like editing in bubble gum so that like Mm -hmm. helps elevate it a little bit more, you know? So I think it can just kind of depend. Yes. And for me personally, when I'm picking out outfits, accessories, and shoes, I still try on my outfits ahead of time and like see how they look in the mirror. Um, I usually do this for outdoor photo shoots, but I've like realized that like planning your outfits ahead of time, even for indoor photo shoots, just makes it a little bit more efficient with your time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like it, especially like if you're by yourself shooting, like, or even if you are shooting with a significant other, like you're, you know, trying things out, trying to make sure the lighting's even, like trying to see how the shot's turning out. And like, you just don't want what you're wearing to be stressful, you know, like it's like you want to feel confident. And for me, like clothing and like what I wear is like a big part of that. And so I definitely recommend just like at least having an idea of the few dresses or the tops or the jeans that you want to wear. And then just having those nearby if you do plan to um, do a wardrobe change and shoot multiple outfits in your in your session. Mix it up. Yeah. Yeah, there's a ton of different ways that you can kind of mess around with those and just get inspired. You can even, like like I said, you can get inspired with your props. You can also get inspired with your clothes. Yeah. I think that's, I got from Rent the Runway this really pretty daisy dress that I actually ended up buying from them. And I was like, obviously daisy dress daisies, like it inspired me to go out and buy a bouquet of daisies and the photos turned out so pretty. Yeah, those were so cute. Thank you. I'm tooting my own horn. I've been doing that a lot recently. I'm very (laughs) proud of how my photos have been turning out, but yeah, you can let your photos be inspired by the things around you. Really just try to view everything that you have and everything you want to include in your photo in a new way. And that'll help open up your creative eye, so to speak. And Mm -hmm. then once you're ready to create, you have everything ready that inspires you and you're excited about, then all you gotta do is take the picture. I feel like I've been using a lot of weird voices no, it's <laughs> fine. y'all it's been a week I have it's been a week so it's my been very happening yeah. properly anymore <laughs> I've given up so if I start doing some impressions some voices I don't think I'd ever do an impression actually I think I'd be terrible at those <laughs> so anyway we're getting distracted but the whole point is once you have everything you are ready to take your photo one key point to that is to be patient Um, It might take some time to capture what you're envisioning in your head. This has happened to me many, 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 many times. I'd say with 99% of my photos, I will pose, Sam will take a picture and he'll show it to me and I'll go, ew, no, (laughs) that is not what I had in my head, especially when you ideate it in your mind and you have such a specific idea of what that's supposed to look like. Or if you have a specific idea in your head, I'm going to pose like this and you pose like that. And then it just doesn't look how you had envisioned it. It doesn't come to life in the same way. 
I would always recommend looking at the photo. Emma and I, when we shoot, I'll take a few photos and then Emma will ask to look at them just to make sure that they're what she had in her head. That's, Mm -hmm. I mean, then that way you're not taking a bunch of photos in a way that you didn't envision originally and you can change it around as much as you need to. Just check back, see how the photos are looking. Um, I know one example um, recently for me that I did, I, oh my gosh, I've been doing so many photo shoots indoors recently. Like I, I guess one was my popcorn photo shoot that, gosh, I haven't been posting every day. So y'all probably won't see this picture for like a month. <laughs> but, um, if I keep up this posting schedule, but in a month, you'll see my popcorn photo where all my props that I had set out looks so cool in person and then you take a picture and it just doesn't fit the frame in the right way so then I pivoted put it back where it should be brought everything in a little bit tighter made the shot a little bit tighter and then it turned out exactly the way that I had wanted it to so you might have to try a few different poses you might have to try a few different ways of shooting it you might have to mess around with the props like with a magazine I know Emma did a really cool magazine photo shoot I copied her and I the taking the photos wasn't turning out the way I wanted to in my head. So I put the magazine on my head, you know, (laughs) (laughs) there's so many different ways you can just mess around with the photo, try out different things and don't be afraid to try. Yeah. Like I keep, I still have like my stack of magazines and I was just like trying to do something different with them this past weekend. And so like, I started like cutting words out and then I like was telling Maddie before this, but like, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to stick these words on my face. And I like told Brandon and Brandon was like, what? And so anyways, so I had this like whole concept. I was like, oh my gosh, I'll do like a half face, like sort of situation where I'll like you, you know, I like use glue stick and like stuck it on my face. And then one, I realized that like half the words I cut out were too big for my face. And so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I actually can't like use these ones. And there were some cool ones that were like golden and like living and like really fun and colorful. So I was like, okay, I have to use the smaller ones. And then when I did get it on my face, I had my headband to like get my hair, my keep my hair back. Mm -hmm. And then I started taking pics and I took my headband off and I was like, oh, it's actually like taking off the, the, what's it called? Like the words. And so I was like, oh, maybe I should keep it on. And so I ended up just like taking photos both with the headband and without the headband, um, just to see. But again, you just like have to experiment, right? Like when I cut out all the words, I didn't realize that like some of the words were too big. (laughs) And then also like, when I put the headband on, I, my, it wasn't my intention to shoot with the headband, but it ended up just like keeping my hair back in so it, you could actually like see the words. And so, yeah, just experiment, try things out. Oh, that's so fun. Did you end up posting with the headband or without? I'm I did. The first one, right now. <laughs> um, the, it's like a, I did just like the carousel and the first one, the first photo is with the headband. It's like a skinny, skinnier headband. So you can't, you can't really see it too much. And then I took it off because I was like, but it, but even on like the third photo, like one of the little, one of the words fell off already. So I was like, oh, Oh, I got to keep the head. I was like, I got to keep the headband on. No, I couldn't put wild this on. It was too big. Wow. Yeah. See, it looks so cool. You guys look at her photo. (laughs) I'm looking at it right now. I'm staring into your eyes. It's like, you're here. (laughs) I'm going crazy without people in my house. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm talking to my phone. Well, I guess that's not super weird, but I'm talking to a picture sounds a little bit weirder. <laughs> All right, you guys. So that is how to take a photo indoors and basically how to prep for a photo shoot, what you can do. We definitely, definitely recommend looking to Pinterest for in inspiration and just using your own brain. There's so many different things around your house that can inspire you. So we definitely recommend just looking around your house, seeing what you can do. Check out Pinterest, check out TikTok. There's so many cool different ways that you can create in your home. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast episode. Um, but before we wrap up, we want to leave you with a bonus tip. Bonus tip. Yeah. Come so on. like what you were saying, like <laughs> for the bonus tip, we wanted to talk about just to be experimental. Mm -hmm. um, again, like what we've been saying throughout the podcast episode, you know, try different angles, try different poses, look at unconventional props. Like I literally saw a TikTok video today where they use like a clear plastic wrap, like put it over the camera lens and then put Vaseline over the clear plastic wrap. And then the photos came out looking like dream dreamy and like filtered. And like, usually when I think of like a filtered image, right, I think about like doing that in Photoshop, but like you can actually create that like in real life and so and it looks so cool and like authentically vintage you know instead yeah. of like edited mm -hmm. there's just been some really cool ways to like make interesting photos at home that involve like putting something in front of your camera lens or like adding you know some sort of thing and like getting experimental with shadows like you really can create unique indoor photos I think you just have to have an open mind and then also just be like receptive to trying new things so yeah. thank you guys so much for listening to this week's podcast episode. We'd love to hear if you have any other tips about setting up indoor photo shoots at home. We'd also love to connect with you on Instagram at the Content Creatives Podcast, our personal Instagrams at Embassy Edition and at Mad Cray. Let us know what you thought of this week's episode and let us know if you were to launch a product for your brand, what that product would be. I well, want to know. And yes. join our Facebook group. Join it, join it, join it. It's really fun. <laughs> I love it when I see you guys post in there and we haven't been posting as much, but it's fine. You can follow Friday the other day and it was super cute and everyone commented with their usernames and stuff. So you should definitely do that. Quick yes. plug. <laughs> Thanks guys. We'll see you next time. See you next time.